Shepherd, a werewolf romance. Kate. Moving out here was a saving grace. Well, at least I thought so. I left my family in the only state I ever knew. I answered some earthly calling inside of me that needed a change. The past year had been a roller coaster, and depression was my only friend. The mountains in the western states called me, like a siren's song. I had had a brief, insane moment. I looked for jobs. Couldn't find any, but there was this beautiful rental space and a view I couldn't pass up. Currently, 20 minutes outside of Shepherd. Turn left, the GPS voiced. I turned. Make a U-turn. God damn it! This stupid phone doesn't know where I am going, I yelled into the window. I pulled over, which wasn't easy on this two-lane windy road. I got out and walked around the car, letting off some steam. Breathe, Kate, breathe. You know the directions. You know you are heading in the fucking direction of the town. Maybe if you just keep driving straight, you'll see a sign, a gas station, or hell, even another car. I hadn't seen another car for what felt like 50 miles. As I walked in circles, talking to myself, I heard leaves crunching. Somewhere kind of close to my car. Now, I'm no scared mouse, but I had horror movie vibes running through my brain. Who's out there? I yelled, where I thought the noises were coming from. No answer, and the crunching stopped. I waited a minute more, and my nerves got the best of me. I quickly got back in the car and started driving. I knew I should have listened to everyone. I should have stayed. I am an absolute crazy woman right now who just gets up one day, Kate, close to their 30s and leaves everything on a wild calling. No one. And now no one is ever going to hear from you again. You'll be on the back of a damn milk carton, I yelled to myself. Just as I started to lose hope, I broke through the trees. And before me was every Hallmark movie lover's dream. An arch sign welcoming me into Shepherd. Beyond it, you could see a town center that was bustling. I drove past little storefronts and manicured sidewalks in awe. I couldn't look away. I heard the noise and immediately knew I had hit the car in front of me. I had been watching the window and missed the traffic light. And as I looked over to see the car I hit, the town sheriff gets out. Oh, Kate... What a way to make an impression. I let my head fall to the steering wheel, trying to muster the courage to get out and apologize for fender-bending the town's police force. I slid out, just as he was radioing the office, reporting our tiny incident. I am so sorry, Sheriff. I was distracted, and I should have been paying attention, but I am new, and I had just lost it, and I was just, I'm, I'm really sorry, I rambled nervously. It's okay, ma'am. These things happened, he said with mild annoyance. I stepped back near my car, waiting for him to file our report. I looked at him, and I mean really looked at him. Holy mackerel, he was hot. His jawline was rough with stubble. His eyes were wide and a deep chocolate brown. He had shaggy blonde hair, and his arm muscles were defined, covered in tribal tattoos. I got lost in the thought of how I could repay my accident to him.
that I didn't even notice he was trying to talk to me. Ma'am, excuse me, miss, can you hear me? Were you hurt in the accident? I didn't think you had really hit me that hard, but weirder things have happened. This gorgeous lawman had asked me. Huh? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm good. I've just been driving for a while, and I could probably use some rest. I managed to get out. I noticed that it was him that seemed distracted this time. His nostrils flared, pupils dilated, and he seemed wild. I took a step back. The horror movie vibes returning once again. He seemed to shake himself for the moment, realizing he scared me. Sorry, ma'am. Uh, let's get back to the questions, he stuttered and looked down. What's your name? Kate Blackbird. What's your address? It's okay if it's out of state. We can mail anything we need to. Actually, I am new to town, and I'm on my way now. I rented the old bookstore, and I'm turning it into a yoga studio. Oh, so you'll be staying in the apartment above, I guess. He didn't sound happy about this information. Okay, we're all good. Talk to you soon, he managed to say with a slight boredom, but he basically ran to his car and then sped out. Confused, I wondered if I should be worried. Now that I think about it, he didn't give me his name. I guess it was on his uniform, but my mind had wandered to other parts under his uniform. I got back in my car and drove to my new studio. My nerves were racked with this mysterious and super attractive sheriff. As I pulled into my new home, the beauty of downtown really took me away. The perfect, picturesque, small town. The shops lined each other with holiday decorations and mid-century outdoor lighting. I had a few parking spots in front of my store. I now owned this little piece of history. My yellow building. That was missing decorations, and the windows were dark. I need to spruce this place up, I said aloud. I unlocked the store, quickly began to unpack. Daniel. I could smell her when she came up the road. I watched her get out of the car, a cinnamon-mixed euphoria taking over my senses. I stalked her through the woods, my wolf not caring if she saw us. It didn't matter. She was ours. I stepped on a branch, and the noise vibrated through the forest. Who's there? she called. That was enough to wake my human side to consciousness. I pulled back as I saw her jump in her car and head to Shepard. I turned and started running. Dam would look out duty. I needed to let Sam know she was here. Sam, how do these out-of-towners keep finding Shepard? Thinking to myself, I took a deep breath, trying to calm my nerves and handle this situation. How hard is it to pay attention these days? Look straight. I rounded the car and started to radio in the details when a cinnamon scent hit my nose. My knees almost buckled. It was so strong. My wolf clawing to get out, making me suspicious. Oh, Sheriff, was the only thing I heard out of this tiny brunette's mouth. She was beautiful. I visioned quickly, 
bending her over the hood of the car and taking her there. I shook myself quick enough to hear the end of her apologetic rant. I asked her the normal questions, trying and to get a location on where she may be from. Actually, I'm new in town. The words hit me hard. She was going to be living here in town. My wolf thought all too quickly about what would be conspiring between us and Kate. I think that's what she said. Sam? Sam, are you there? Came through my earpiece as I was sitting back down into my cruiser. Yeah, go for Sam. Sam, I saw her. She's headed into town. The voice of my best friend frantically said, She smelled of cinnamon, Sam. My wolf lost control. Sam, I think this human girl is our mate. Daniel said this kind of defeated. Daniel, meet me at the Pax bar. We've got to talk. The force of me pulling out sent me into a strained position. Driving into the bar, thoughts of our mate ran through my head. Kate was a petite, curvy girl with bright blue eyes that called to my wolf. Her lips full and kissable, her hips curved beautifully down to a plump ass, an ass I could imagine my hands grabbing into, an ass that would bounce as we made love. These thoughts in the memory of her smell caused me and my wolf to stir. I needed to calm down before I walked into the bar. The sheriff having a boner at the table was not the kind of small town news I needed right now. Daniel I saw Sam walk in. I was so nervous, or was this excitement? I couldn't tell. What I could tell was my best friend had the same demanding dreams that I was having about our mate. My wolf was running circles in my brain. We needed a game plan, and I had a feeling Sam had formulated at least three. What took you so long, I asked. I had to file some paperwork, Sam stated as his eyes were dilated and his heart rate up. Paperwork, I asked with my eyebrow quirked. Was the paperwork playing hide and seek? I don't know why he was trying to hide it. I wonder where he had already met her.